It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show, Leaving the Yard with Zach and the Professor on 107.9 The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. We welcome you to the show. Been an eventful day already? Well, some of us. I had to miss the morning show. I hated to cancel on Coach Norton last minute. Well, he's canceled on you a few times, yeah, so it's, it's turnabout. I him last second, but either way. No, Coach doesn't ever cancel. He forgets occasionally, but really cancel. <laughs> That's what he tells you. He tells you to forget. <laughs> I ain't going up there. Hell I ain't going up there. God. Nothing I want to talk to that guy about. So, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I had to miss morning show. Uh, the, the boy uh, blew out his Achilles last night uh, playing tennis up in Dallas. So uh, I didn't know he was that uh, that, he, that much of a competitive tennis player. I didn't know he was not. on the circuit. The no, ATP no. Or I asked him today, would he prefer to go by Federer or Nadal? He's a joker. <laughs> joker, oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever, buddy. You'd be joking with that. Yeah, yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, he said they weren't even playing real tennis. That uh, They were playing some game called 105, which I've never heard of, where uh, there's like three people in and out and all, but... He said, wait, wait, what kind of tennis is this? Doubles? I, no, I said, was it doubles or singles? He goes, no, we were playing 105. I'll, I'm going to have to ask one of my tennis players. I've got a tennis player. Maybe she can explain it. But uh, he said he thought he stepped on a ball. and oh, uh, That'll do it. But he said there was no ball. <laughs> it was just that Achilles. <laughs> no, it, it was just the one on the back of his leg. That's the ball he's talking about. Yeah. But no, it was just oh, that Achilles man. popping. And so, uh, so, I mean, did you ask him scale of 1 to 10 pain? Oh, he said it hurts. It's, well, I mean, yeah, but it, yeah, it said, hurts me. Well, he what? said he went down like KD did that night. <laughs> <laughs> he said he went straight to the ground. He's got a knee kind of boogered up where oh, he went I'm straight sure. to the ground. So, uh, yeah. And it's been a rough And there was over at a really cool country club, Brook Hall yeah, Country Club yeah. over in Dallas. Did he, did he scream like, ah! I'm sure he, he did. I don't know. I, I didn't ask know him. some details about this. Well, he's down. He's down for the count. <laughs> In about 10 days or 9 days, they're going to do some surgery on it to repair it. And hopefully, you know, I told him Dwight Powell played 82 games yeah. this year. Two years. He was down for the count. Can I start calling him Ruffian? I don't think you want to no. put him down. But, yeah. <laughs> that was Barbaro, wasn't it? No, it was, well, Barbaro too. But Ruffian yeah. was the uh, the match race. But uh, either way, uh, I don't think we're going to put him down. But he's... Uh, He's going to be laying around my house for a while. <laughs> His mom's going to be waiting on him, not me. So the question is, who's going to lay around the house more, the boy or the dog? Well, the dog's just now learning how to. We, we You weren't uh, with me yesterday afternoon. No. I spent all day yesterday afternoon trying to train the dog how to be a pool dog. <laughs> what is a pool dog? He brings drinks? No, he just lays around. like The child Brad and I were out yesterday laying by the pool. Yeah. And it was warm, it was yeah, sunny, and we just bad. laid by the pool. Right. And so he kept walking by, we'd say, chill, chill, you got to learn to chill, dog. And so eventually he found a shade tree, <laughs> went over late. And so we trained on him all afternoon. I think the training's going to pay off. I think 
he'll uh, he'll be a. I think you put the little jug of rum around his neck and uh, have him come around and you just uh, put out what you want. Well, have him deliver some. Uh, you know, I told you his name's Sark. Right. So maybe uh, some land sarks. Really, land sarks. You've been waiting all day for that, I'm sure. No, I've, got, I've got a whole calendar years worth already. God, great. We're yeah. up in the dog jokes. Uh, huh? yeah, well, I'll tell you when uh, I put that uh, bib on him and uh, we play uh, baby sark. Yeah. <laughs> but is he left sark or right sark? <laughs> we ain't found out. Yeah, inside it. All right, just yeah, saying. But, but there's a lot of directions. To uh, I'm sure. Uh, Kaylee Dalby is joining us at the uh, bottom of the hour, softball coach for Arkansas High. Maybe, maybe we'll have some uh, student athletes in tow. Just saying. Had a pretty good game last night. Well, that's a, you just call big games now. Eh? Not really. You you called a no-hitter over at uh, A&M about I did. two weeks ago. Yeah, the other team. Still, well, it wasn't our guy. No hitter. Yeah, no hitter. That's true. And uh, then uh, you called a perfect game last night. Perfect game last night. What was the young lady's name? Do you remember? Macy Lee. What do you mean? Do I remember? I don't know. Of course, <laughs> I only called two innings. I say you say I called. I only called two innings. You let uh, I let, yeah, I let Riddle do the other three. Well, I, when I was listening, I heard him. Yeah, calling some. We were yeah. going to do two, three, two. Mm. Who knew? Ten run and done. Thing washed out at five innings, and that was the end of it. Well, so. Either way, I don't even get the I don't even get the credit. I wouldn't even get the win. I only went two. He went three. Wow. I know. I'm the starter. I'm the opener. Whatever it is, <laughs> it's just an opener. It's it. Just the opener. You're the you opening the, act for Matt Riddle now. You let the talent finish it yeah. off. Well, but that's no, good. impressive. Macy Lee had a great game. It was more impressive. May, Macy or Matt? Oh, Macy. <laughs> <laughs> Max wasn't a perfect three. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> call the wrong name. No, no. She he didn't call any wrong names, but I mean she struck out eleven and had a perfect game. He's gonna have to be, you know, top notch. Well, he couldn't yeah. go through Innings perfection. It wasn't perfection. <laughs> He's no scully. <laughs> Just say <saying. laughs> it. But anyway, no, very exciting. So Coach Dalby's gonna be in here. And I learned yesterday I didn't know this. She's uh, like uh, siblinged to Jordan Izzo. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. The mom we met the other days? What, yeah, is a stepmom, I think. Or oh, okay. Whatever. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so the A&M pitcher and the softball coach saw okay. high siblings. Wow, that's interesting. It was interesting. I was intrigued by that, too. So is Izzo from Arkansas High? I don't know. Somewhere I don't know else. the whole deal. They're not from here. Maybe think. maybe she can explain she all can that. She can tell you us. everything. Inquiring minds. She's going to show up. Right. I just I texted her a few minutes ago, and she said, yes, she's okay. good to go. So she'll be up all here right. in the next 15 or 20 minutes. She's coming on the air at 530 and maybe with uh, some kids. All right. So we got all that to do. Big day in baseball yesterday. Good wins for uh, for Arkansas High. Ten run ruled uh, hot springs in softball as well as baseball. Texas High. It's a big win over Longview. They bunt a bunt somebody home for the winning Yeah, run. well, bad throw from third base, and you watch it roll down the line into right field while the run comes in to, to score. I was wondering because I saw where – was it Yao? Which one of them was it? I can't remember if it was Yao. One of the, the young kids, I thought. Had yeah. A, well, a bunt walk-off. That's right. <laughs> that's that's it. right. That's pretty much what it was. And, uh, well, PG won. Well, was a little Paris closer. is getting better. Paris beat North Lamar last week. And took PG down to the wire, and Liberty Ilo took it in the chin. They're yeah. the one. They're the one school that really needed a win yesterday, yeah. and they could not deliver against Pittsburgh. 
And it wasn't close. They, no, they got, they got smacked. They got smacked in the mouth. It'd be interesting, um, you know, to talk to them if they were maybe looking ahead to uh, Friday's Friday's PG game. Yeah, big matchup. Hey, you're in the yard. Hey, guys, what's up? How you doing? Oh, we're doing good. How are you? I'm doing okay, doing good. Something better today. You were down in the mouth on Monday. Uh, well, you guys told me to call back, and when I had information, I'm going to give you guys some information oh. right now. All right, let's have it. Uh, the, the funeral will be, or the ceremony will be at 2.30 on Sunday afternoon at the Texarkana First Church of the Nazarene. And it'll be at 6241 St. Michael's Drive, next building west of LifeNet. Now, remind gotcha. everybody, uh, this is Ronnie's son, right? Yeah, yeah, the one that sent you guys a parrot. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. We just want to let everybody know, if they weren't listening Monday, uh, who you're referencing. Okay, okay. Well, you guys, you guys can go because we have connections. Because I took you guys that because he wanted me to give it to you, so I took it to you guys, and so you, so we're connected somehow now. Connected somehow. <laughs> well, we've well, been connected. I think Ronnie calls in the okay. Fabian show too, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't know. I think but so. I wanted to go ahead and comment on uh, what Greeny was talking about this morning uh, about Spider Tech uh, with Garrett Cole. Having trouble controlling his, his pitches now without it. Okay, uh, as Greeny, Greeny said that uh, he he signed a three hundred well three hundred seventy five million dollar contract. Yes. You know, uh, and his ERA last year was uh, two point three nine uh, before he got uh, taken off of the spider tag. Well, in twenty after twenty three games, his ERA has jumped up to four point five three. So. Greeny was saying that, uh, and his and his entourage, you know, the people that are there in his show, that that he's not performing the way he should, you know, for that three hundred seventy-five million that the Yankees paid him. Yes, and that happens every so often. Some will invest in a player long term at a very high salary, and either because of injury or maybe they were using performing enhancing drugs, or in the case of Garrett Cole, uh, performing enhancing stickiness. Uh, well, that's what made him be able to move the ball spin. and put more rotation. Love on. the good spin. Yeah, and so uh, yeah. yeah, this and has been going on for years. Though I mean, teams know when they enter into these agreements that there's risk involved. Yeah, yeah, and I heard uh, the Italian stallion talking to Riley Fincher yesterday uh, on the radio, uh, and Fincher was saying that the home plate is 17 inches across. Uh, he was talking about, you know, the home plate, you know, the strike zone and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, to me, I was not a pitcher. I was a third baseman and a hitter. Uh, to me, whenever he said that, I was measuring my bat because I have a wooden bat, and I measured 17 inches from the middle of the bat where the, where the, the emblem is. And I measured 70, 17 inches across from my bat. And uh, a hitter, if he hits between that and the 17 inches, that's a sweet part of the bat. You can get hit. But the pitchers are not going to go ahead and uh, throw you good pitches. Uh, they're going to throw you junk. Uh, the first pitch, you have to – the coaches say take it. 
I say don't take it. I say go ahead and go for it. You hit, you swing on the first pitch. A lot of home run hitters swing on the first pitch, and that's why they hit the home runs and their batting average goes up. That's a mistake that the coaches are teaching the players to go ahead and let the ball go because the pitcher will get it ahead in the count, and uh, yeah, you can you, they you can you they'll strike you out. Uh, you got to be aggressive on that plate. Well, today they have all these metrics. What if the skipper says... I don't know about metrics. That's, that's BS. Metrics is BS. Oh, really? You don't like the metric system, I bet, yeah. either. <laughs> I don't go by that crap. That's BS. All that metrics and sabermatic, that's crap. That that doesn't measure a, a player's heart. Well, no. I'm and saying if a guy 74% of the time throws a, a ball on the first pitch, would you consider not swinging on the first pitch? Well, the reason why the coaches don't want you to swing at the first pitch is because they want to they want to wear out the pitcher. But uh, that's that's in the days past. Now you got pitchers that are throwing a uh, x number of pitches, and then they take them out of the game in like the third inning, and they put another pitcher like Fincher's doing. Yeah, that's uh, true. You're not going to wear uh, by you know doing that. You know, you swing at the first pitch if the pitch is good, and take your chances and and get on base. That's that's what baseball is about, getting on base. Well, but but I'll, I'll go back to your question. If you if you know the pitcher you're facing is not a good first pitch strike zone guy, are you gearing up to swing at something you know seven out of ten times isn't gonna be in the strike zone? Well, the thing is this. Uh, if you pet like Pleasant Grove and Liberty Allo, they play each other twice uh, during the district. Uh, okay, okay, they're gonna yeah the the players are gonna know what pitchers throwing or whatever. But once once you get to the playoffs, you ain't gonna know what Rockwell Heath or or uh, or Argyle is gonna throw at you. Uh, you you don't know. Uh, you know you you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared and 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 take advantage of that. You know, you say you don't know. I think these guys actually, these high schools have started getting a lot better about what's the opponent going to do than they used to back in the day. Yeah, there's a lot of sources for video now. Fincher don't go ahead and give uh, who's pitching uh, before the game. He wants to go ahead and say he's going to put the pitcher in there. You know, right at the at the moment the game's going to start. There's, they don't they don't want to give up. Who's there's pitching. only two or three arms. If I'm going into any series, I know it's A, B, or C. And and let, yeah, yeah, but he pitched some by committee last if year. If you're going to be if, if you're going to be cutesy about it in these in these three game series. You're not going to start your number one thing, and well, they're going to start their number one. I'll try to steal the first game, and then I got my one and two, and I'll win the. Next. I mean, everybody, that's the, pretty much the yeah. strategy. You got yeah. two choices. But once you, once uh, uh, Fincher said that he uh, Del Giorno asked him, uh, "Any got you got any pitchers throwing ninety miles an hour?" No, none of them throw ninety miles an hour. You get up to Argyle and and Rockwell Heath and uh, South Lake Carroll, all those DFW schools and Houston, uh, they're gonna they're gonna just be some pitchers throwing over ninety miles an hour. You have to be prepared. Yeah, occasionally you run into a guy in the low nineties in high school and you have to deal with that, but that doesn't mean they can throw strikes and that doesn't mean they can locate their pitches where they need to locate them. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You're, 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 you know, you don't know. A guy can throw ninety five. Look at, look at Rink Ankiel. He was all wild and everything. Yeah, you really. And on the field, his pitches weren't always accurate either. He, I've seen him pitch the first couple of times, and man, that guy was throwing the ball uh, to the stands and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta let you go. We're a minute past. 
Appreciate you. All right, you know you know where to go to on Sunday now. Yeah, and you said two thirty start time. Yes, sir. Two thirty, uh, right there, close to Net, LifeNet, that gotcha. church right there. All right. Appreciate you calling, buddy. Take care. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Sixteen after five o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan One O Seven Nine. Thanks to the folks over at uh, Budweiser at the Party Factory. Stuart Title, High Tech Signs, Fast Signs, for being uh, our sponsors for this presentation. Each and every day. Quick time out. We'll come back. Leaving the yard. On the fan, 107.9. As we say at Liberty Ilo, leper pride never dies. Welcome back. 19 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan 107.9. Uh, a little bit of a surprise and welcome. A few minutes early. That's awesome. Kaylee Dalby's in here. We're not wasting time. Like, on time is late, right? Is that yes, your clock? that is mine. Is that I'm your a, clock, too? I'm a time person. OCD about it. Like, if I say we're leaving at 2.30, yeah. I'm le- the bus is leaving at 2.30. See, then you're really... Well, what on- if the star player's not there? Ooh. Then I guess they better get a ride. Uh, oh, <laughs> listen to that oh, I tough like that. talk. I like Ooh. that. Hey, right. we have been known to leave a couple kids before. Next man up. That's what. Wait, wait, star players. This was a JV tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry, right, a little different. Kelly Dolby, hey, you got to teach them when they're JV. That <laughs> yeah, way, they right. show up when they're on the varsity. <laughs> they were on time, and then I'm out. I promise. <laughs> Softball coach over at Arkansas High, who last night had a couple of things going on. We're going to come back to the game okay. because obviously pre-game, you had a pretty sweet moment. And part of what was going on was, oh, I'll let you explain it because you guys, you kind of grabbed me on on Saturday, I think, and said you're going to be at our game because we got kind of big doings going on. Yeah, um, my dad's been, well, he's my stepdad, but he's raised me since I was uh, 15. Um, He's been battling bladder cancer, and he, we're still fighting it. We're going on a year now, and their ribbon is gold, blue, and purple. But we can't find gold, blue, and purple ribbon, so I just chose yeah. gold. Um, and it was kind of a stand up to cancer night. Uh, some of my players, their family members, have also fought cancer. They've been affected by it, and somehow. And so it was just something to stand up to them um, to show that hey, we have your back, you no matter what. Um, he actually had a treatment this morning, so he left the game last night. He got to see the perfect game. And then, um, it was a nice gift for him. Did you yeah, just no plan that out? I was, I was very emotional, and I'm not an emotional person. Um, but I basically didn't even know that she had thrown a perfect game, right? And I was like, Do you know what you just did? No, no she's we a great won. kid. We she's, won. <laughs> she's very humble, yeah. And I was like, Macy, you just do a perfect game. That doesn't happen a lot. She was like, what are you talking about? I was like, Nobody <laughs> reached first. So after that, you had to explain what a perfect game means, right? Yeah. Wow. So you- it was a very special moment. I got to hug his neck right before he left to go to Shreveport last night. And um, I texted my mom before I came in to see how everything went today. Right. Good treatment. Um, so hopefully he'll get a little bit of a break, and then we'll go – back into treatment and three more for three weeks and do a scan to see what's going on yeah so and you gave him a softball before the game i did and baseball signed a baseball and yeah. it's waiting at the house for him because um, he half the time lives down here with um me 
and it's a uh, it's been very special the past yeah. year. Did you get all the girls to sign the uh, softball? All the girls signed the softball. Nice. All the uh, varsity boys wore the gold ribbon. Right. Hot Springs wore the gold ribbon. Our soccer team wore oh. the gold ribbon. Oh, cool. So it was it was a special night. No kidding. Yeah. All right, so that's part one. Yeah. Part two, you start talking about Macy. Now, we got to set it up for folks because um, Macy's a left-handed pitcher, mm-hmm. which we don't see a whole heck of a lot of, but um, – she came out in the first inning with a couple of strikeouts out of the gate, and you start thinking, all right, her arm looks alive. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of pop on the fastball, and it looks like she's spotting really well. Mm-hmm. Now, did you think, okay, well, this is an aberration here. It's a pretty good first inning, and we just got to, you know, we scored eight runs in the first, eight nothing. We just got to hang on and win this thing. Well, I was, I don't know. I had a good feeling yesterday. All right. Like before the game, working on the field, I was like, Everything's not enough. I'm not like we had that little bit of rain. <laughs> I was like, okay, everything's not enough. I'm not gonna get too excited about it. Stay calm. Right. It's gonna go smooth. Right. And get there. She starts warming up and starts warming up. She's throwing wild. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing back there and I've had some shoulder issues this week and I'm just going, no, no. <laughs> Now, has she fought some <laughs> some shoulder elbow? Uh, she's issues? had some elbow issues. Um, she was going to pitch against Whitehall, but she didn't. We we set her just try to give right. her elbow time to heal. She hits her hip when she comes through with that elbow, which is some tweaks that we're making. And we had worked on it and broke down film the day before. And I was like, I'm not changing anything mid season, but <laughs> let's change. Let's this. <laughs> look at this. And she's like, I just don't feel like I'm throwing hard. I was like, just try it. And she threw. That's I think the hardest yeah. I think her, I've seen her throw last night. I agree. And I mean, she was spot on. She didn't let. We had a couple kids foul. I think she got seven pitches to her, and she was fouling all of them off. And she never got rattled. Right. She came in and she did her job. And she was just, I'm here. Da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just striking people out yeah. today. Don't you want it? Don't you want just, them not thinking about yes. it and obsessing about every pitch and. Like in practice, I was like obsessed about it. That's fine. Right. In the game, just throw. Just throw. Let it go. And don't, don't, don't be a mental case for me. Okay, I got you. So when are you paying attention to the fact that we'll say perfect game? But when are you paying attention to the fact she didn't give up any hits? When does it start to dawn on you? About third inning, because okay. I like I we have a my assistant keeps the book and right. then I have a pitching chart, and I'm going. Mm-hmm. Kind of look, look down the dugout. <laughs> Just keep that to yourself. That's keep right. Keep it to myself. And then we get up by eight in the first. I was right. like, bats are hot. Okay. Go out. She faces three more batters. Struck out two more. And then she strikes out the side. Yep. On the next inning, yep. I was like, and like, I'm very superstitious. So now I was like, I have to wear the yellow ribbon now and <laughs> make sure I have the shirt on and I wear the same shoes. Yes. And like, it's just one thing after another. And I stood up the last batter. Like, I'd go get some of the foul balls right, so my catcher right. wouldn't have to come after right. him. And I stood up at the last batter, and I'm going, do I sit back down? <laughs> wow. I'm standing there, and I have my clipboard. On the last pitch, I closed my eyes because I think she kind of got – it was tight count. It was. And I was like, strike three. And I was like, whew. 
I've never coached one. I've thrown one when I was younger, but I've never coached one. It was just a. It was a very special night with a very special kid. You're not kidding. Now, when you threw yours, did you know? Like, I, oh, I've got a perfect was, game going. My dad was my coach. Okay, was, like not my stepdad, my right, real dad, right. my right. biological dad that passed away when I was um, younger, and um, he came out to the mound. He was like, "Hey, don't screw up." <laughs> I'm like. I'm not. <laughs> no pressure. Okay. And then after the game, he was like, do you know what you did? I was like, well, no one reached first. Yeah. I was like, the defense worked really well. Yeah. He was like, you, you threw a perfect game. Oh, my defense worked well. He didn't have to explain it, did you? You know what it was? was Macy didn't know. I don't think so. like it registered with her Like when I said it. Like right. I came off the field and I shook her hand. I was right. like, you just threw a perfect game, kid. And she was just like... Yeah, okay. no, we won. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> I was like, really? That's what I get? So, well. Yeah, so it was a. It's know. so cool. I mean, it really is a cool thing. It, it, Tony was talking about a little bit ago that, you know, we called a no hitter here not too long ago for one of the AM games. Mm-hmm. The opponent came in and threw a no hitter against the Eagles. I'm like, okay, well, we've thrown a, we've called a couple no hitters before. I think this is the first perfect game that we've seen, though. And uh, it just felt like all night long, Hot Springs had nothing for her. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, your defense, you worry about defense because she's striking out 11 of the 15 she faces. Is somebody going to fall down on the job here yeah. and blow this thing? But they didn't even get the chance. Yeah. The, and with Macy on the mound, I have my best defense because I can move McKnight to third, and she's a real strong third mm-hmm. baseman. Um, I have Taylor Pascarella playing shortstop, and she's a great middle infielder, and she's only a freshman. Um, and then Macy's on the mound. I've got Brooke Willis at second, and she's she's getting the job done. Mm-hmm. Freshman, uh, Koya, Cleveland at first, and then my outfield never changes, which right. is Haley Shark, Atalia, and Sierra Watson. And they just I don't know. They they mesh well in that s- state. And Taylor is my other pitcher. Um, and then we move Lakin over and make some other changes. But other than that, it's just. My freshmen are really carrying this team. And it's – they have help. Like I said, I have bullet behind the plate, Ashlyn Walker, that controls our pitchers. And um, with Macy, I give her free range. Right. She calls all the pitches. So you didn't call any pitches last night? I didn't call any night? pitches I was going to ask you that. Um, like I would tell her, hey, these two batters, let's keep it low. Don't keep it high. Right. Especially with the girl that hit it to center field. And I was like, you can't. <laughs> High is bad. Good yeah. is good. So this next low batter, let's keep it low, um, and let's let her defense work if right. we can. And I mean, she ended up striking the girl that I was I was really worried about. So what she, all does does Macy have? Does she have that? I'm assuming a little bit of a rising fastball. She has a left-handed twist and um, just a fastball. <laughs> like she threw nothing but fastballs right. last night. Yeah, and it is, felt like it. Yeah. And does she move it up and down? In she and can. Out? She can place it very well. Um, but it was a like she hasn't been pitching very long so i think that's another thing that kind of got her i think she's been pitching maybe a couple years right um but with that lefty spin to it it gets a lot of batters now we know in baseball righty righty is your preference if you're on the mound mm-hmm. in softball does it make that big a difference whether it's a left-hander versus a right-handed hitter or left-hander versus left-handed hitter does it have the same effect that baseball I does? I think it does because it's just completely different. Like I teach watch the hip, don't watch the whole motion. And so we're so used to watching the right-handed hip that we throw a lefty in there, I'm having to look across her body to see the ball and see where it's coming. Um, 
it's just I didn't get to face many lefties when I was playing, so that was a big thing. So normally we would say if it's a left-handed baseball pitcher against a right-handed batter, you get a better view of the ball coming into you. Mm -hmm. But you're saying because you see so few lefties as a right-handed batter and the ball's coming from a place you're not used to it, it's actually advantage pitcher in a lefty, righty, and softball. Because when they open, like a right-handed pitcher is going to open towards the third base side the lefty pitcher is going to open up towards the first base side so i mean she's covering up her hip until she comes through with the right. ball so i mean it's you're not seeing the ball very well until it's like right there hmm now she got dinged in the middle inning second or third inning umpire i i guess gave her a warning illegal pitch is that she what put she put dirt on the ball directly on the ball ah. instead of putting it on her hand and it's altering the ball yeah right so so we'll need spider tack involved no. in that. Okay, just making sure. We don't even keep that in the dugout. <laughs> we don't even have it at our fields. <laughs> we don't even know what that spider. is. Spider. We got what spiders in the dugout again. Pine tar? We don't know what any of that stuff is. I was at Jordan's game the other night, Jordan Izzo, and at the Eagles game, and I saw him looking at the third baseman and checking yeah, his yeah, hat, right. and oh, I was yeah. going. Yeah, what was that? And then they that? checked the baseball that Jordan yeah. had. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Didn't they check the side of Hunter's pants, too? Yeah. I think that's what they it was They made him take base. off his hat yep. and feel. Because and, he, like, he would touch his hat before yeah. he gave the ball back to Jordan. And then he just started messing with him. Yeah. <laughs> he started doing it all the time. Imagine that. Just to was, mess with him. That was one of the first games I've got to see Jordan pitch this year. Just because our right schedules one. weren't matching up. And he had a very good game. Sure did. Kelly Dalby with us, the uh, softball coach for Arkansas High. Um, we're still... In the uh, conversation about postseason for the Lady Backs, what's the scenario now? Um, we need oh, we need to win. How about, out. I was gonna say, how about we just win all the games? But we're still a game behind everybody because we haven't played Pine Bluff yet. Okay, because that game got moved to a doubleheader at the end of the season. All right, um, at their place or yours? It's here. All right, um, and then Lakeside. That's that nine inning game that we came back on. Mm-hmm. You were at that one. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you love it. It, was a, it was one of the most exciting games I've seen in a long time. Fifth inning and you're down 10. 10. Yeah. And we have to come back. And it was it, that was a good I was proud of my it's kids. It's a great game. And then uh, Lake Hamilton, which is Lakeside is next Friday. Lake Hamilton's the following Tuesday. We need to win out on those games. And we need either Lakeside, we need Lake Hamilton. To lose. Okay. So you're still mathematically in this thing is what you're saying. If the softball guys line up yeah. and everything works yeah. out in our favor. Well, yeah. why wouldn't it? It'd be great. It's the old John Belushi in Animal House. What you're saying is we've got a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> now, you're not playing Friday this week, right? You're playing Thursday instead. We play tomorrow at Sheridan at okay. 6 o'clock. Is Sheridan good in softball, too? Sheridan's like number three in the state, oh. I think. But that usually rates as good. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty good. They're so good in baseball. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, I haven't seen them in softball yet, but Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Have they got a dominating pitcher? They're just good all the way around. Really? Yeah, they're, they're solid. I mean, they've got a good feeder program and a lot of my kids that are coming up. I've got a great younger program that's coming up. Um, they get to see them a lot when they travel. So that's a good thing. Um, they're not they're not afraid of them. I think in years past we've kind of been timid when we've played them. But other than that, um, I'm excited. And, and you're talking about you and I were visiting the other day about this group of freshmen that you have. You are really excited to see this group come back next year. You think that uh, 
having a conversation at the end of April about can we get in the playoffs isn't even going to be a thing next year. Like we're going to be in the playoffs next year. Oh yeah, last year about this time when I came on, I was, I knew I had some kids coming right. up, and I knew that the kids that I had have been working hard and they developed. I mean, y'all saw some of our games last year. We've completely different. It's teams. a process, and it's like I said last year. I think I was watching last year's interview a couple weeks ago or something just I don't know for funds and (laughs) it was taking kids off like out of the hallway I can teach you softball if you'll give me the chance right yeah I remember you saying that and this year I've those kids have bought in and they've worked hard and now we have freshmen that are pushing them I've got a kid back my catcher that's never caught before and she she's one of the top catchers in the state now and in August, I told her, hey, you're going to catch this year. Mm-hmm. She was like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're going to catch this year. And she's doing great. Yeah. She's only had 15, which, I mean, it's a, it's a big number to me, 15 pass balls and almost 20-something games. For somebody learning the position, mm-hmm. what the heck? And she's very well, like, she keeps it under control. She doesn't play with emotion. That's a big thing. So are you seeing, as this team starts to get more successful, I don't know if you're starting to see it yet, but are you now not having to go walk down the halls and go find kids that are coming to find you? Mm-hmm. Which is Especially, huge. Especially, like, I'm, this year I'm able to go to the junior high and I get to know those kids mm-hmm. at our junior high level. And we've got a great group of eighth graders that are coming up that play softball, that travel. And we've got a great group of seventh graders that travel and play for some of the teams around here that are very successful that teach the fundamentals and it's not us having to teach fundamentals and the rules anymore it's those coaches that are on those teams calling us hey coach we're trying to help your program what things do you want to see us do wow so it's it's a it's a very good thing we actually had one of the coaches in the stands last night she came out and watched us um it was I get a text message, hey, coach, this is a completely different team than last Mm -hmm. year. Oh, it is. There's no question. Um, We give some credit to your assistant coaches, by the way. Yeah. Name some names. I have Jacob McLeod. He's my first base coach. And Bailey Nichols, which we just added her this year. Mm -hmm. Um, She's our junior high coach uh, for basketball. She helps with volleyball. And she's she's came in with a lot of energy. Uh, Coach McLeod keeps us level. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's also – He's also there to root you on and do great things. I can't ask for better assistance, honestly. He drives the bus, makes sure we get there. Um, That's pretty important. That's very important. That's one thing I don't have to do. I have my CDL, but (laughs) I don't have to use it. (laughs) I'm his assistant in volleyball, so it works out pretty well that we get to work year-round together. Um, This is our third year together, so it's we know each other. Y'all do something that's a little strange to Chuck and I because we've called mostly on texas side mm-hmm. you guys do sub varsity after varsity mm-hmm. now i also know in arkansas you can bring a kid that may be used as a runner or play mm-hmm. and, and put them out there is it hard as a coach to turn around and still have the focus and all that those kids deserve and need after you've done the varsity game first it is it's a lot of hard focus uh, especially because there's so much stuff that we have to do after the game like getting scores in and if they want it in the paper, put it in the paper. Make sure everything's out there. Um, but then I also allow my assistant coaches to step in, and they're able to take the junior varsity or sub varsity uh, programs, and they're able to coach it. I kind of give them free. Yeah, reins. As you can say, what's your in the, the sub varsity games? I give 
my opinions on some things or where I, would, I like to see some people mm-hmm. and do, see. Do if, you dictate lineups and who's playing? I let them create that. Uh, we talk about the varsity one, um, but I give them free reign on that. I talk to the kids when they come in. If, hey, we're working on this, let's try to get this down. Like my catcher last night kind of got in her head a little bit, um, the sub varsity catcher. And I said, let's work on this. And she went out the next inning and did it. I, I have a little bit of control over the pitching staff, but I say, all right, Macy threw the varsity game. You have Taylor to throw here, or you can throw like Lakin McKnight pitched a little bit last night for the sub varsity game, which was just, but they enjoy it. And there you go. It's getting those younger kids a little bit more reps yeah. at the high school level. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. if we don't get in the playoffs this year, which we're still going to do, but when we come back and when we get you back here next year and we start again, yeah. well, we're going to be talking about where you expect to finish next year. Okay. Because that's, I mean, the, when you go back and look at this interview. Yeah. You're gonna I, have to go I don't back know why I did it. I just, I don't know. <laughs> hey, I, I listen to myself all the time. I don't know why. And there's people probably texting me now saying, you can hear your accent. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you can't. All right, we're going to take a break. It's good seeing you. Kaylee good Dalby, you. the coach of the uh, Lady Backs over at Arkansas High. We'll come right back in just a couple of minutes, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title with over 150 years title experience handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. All right, welcome back. We got about uh, 17 minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard, Zach and the professor. You're on the fan 107.9. Now I listened to a lot of the ticket today. I was up in Dallas. All right. And thing, you and I talk all the time. When we first got into this business or started doing this together, you'd been in the business for a while. We were color driven. Yes. Well, in the ticket now, they've basically going away from calls as well they they may have a guest on the phone or something but when the ticket first came on to dallas it was typically a lot of people calling in yeah it's interaction well now they're on snapchat and twitter and everything with it but now they've got their listeners writing most of their material what do you mean they do segments all day of uh joe from you know south lake wants to know blah 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 and then they respond to it. And it's just... I like it. The, the fans are writing the material for them now. Yes. Yeah. The, for the first hour, they... Like today, some fan wanted to know, uh, what's your... Uh, your How do they put it? Um, most questionable food hate. That people... You hate some type of food 
that everybody else loves. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got what's you. your most you know questionable food hate that yeah. you have? And they spend five, ten minutes on that. I know they got four hours to fill in the they morning. They do have and four hours. Three in the afternoon or whatever. Yeah. But, but now they've basically got the listeners writing the show for them. Smart. Well, it's genius. They're making six figures and yes. some knucklehead out in uh, McKinney is. Yeah. Well, so now, yeah. Yeah. If if uh, if you win, if the Mavs win game three, do you go ahead and automatically set Luka game four? Ooh. Stuff like that. I want to win a series. I'm playing him again. Yeah. I already He already sat for two. He's playing now. Yeah. I'm paying him a play. Yeah, well, that's more Michigan, especially. So. That's smart. <laughs> you, as T. High guy used to say, you put that foot on their throat. <laughs> if you're up to the floor, punch him in the neck. You, the right. you punch him in the <laughs> neck. No kidding. So, yeah, but it's interesting that the way they've changed it, they're not doing the phone calls anymore either. And they've got producers and well, sure. screeners on the phone yes. and all that going. And, you know, it's, it's funny. We. we well, Paul, Paul Norton, who's a longtime friend of ours, obviously our boss over at Texas High for for a while, and uh, now down in Austin, he, he responded the other day. He was listening the other day. You, you had made mention he was watching the show, and uh, he made a comment back to me, texted me after the show, and said, "You know, I'm listening to you guys, and granted, we're friends, so he's going to say nice stuff, even if it's not true." But he made some reference about the fact that the horn. He said they're all over the place. He said it's like what's well, talk well and maybe but but uh and my response back is well they have unlimited access to anything ut you mean you name it whether it's current coaches and capabilities oh and guys who are alum from wherever ago you can pick up the phone and get any ut guy on it ought to be limitless opportunities to bring on really significant uh you know big name guests a-listers well, hell, we're down here at the F list. <laughs> I mean, and, and no offense to Kaylee Colby. I didn't mean to Yes, but we enjoy most having local guests. Yes, that's typically who we who we uh, aim If you for. give us a choice to have a big name or local, we just don't have a local. No way. Who's the big name? <laughs> <laughs> Before I'm committing to that, I need to know who it is. Well, on the ticket today, they had the lady who glued herself to the floor oh, and the lady who chained herself to the Board. <laughs> Would you rather have those two or Kaylee Darby? Well, Darby, I'll take I'll take Coach. <laughs> they were actually very nice ladies, and I'm sure they were, but about, I don't care about them. Do you know why they were there while they were protesting? No, I didn't care. The owner of the Timberwolves owns chicken plants and chicken farms. Well, he had gassed some of his chickens in an inhumane way. He he literally put gas into the chicken oh that's horrible that's bad and so out of protest she glued herself uh, now I'm, to the floor I don't think I glue myself to anything I, what's the there's some repercussions for that <laughs> I don't know I'm not really chained herself to the back that I can do that's fine <laughs> the only chain, I, gluing yourself that could go bad in a hurry a sticky situation. Do they, uh-huh. <laughs> Do they just leave you there? Like turn off the lights and say, "Ah, no, they leave them there." Pride off See, the I'm like that. Now she can't come back for a year. I can't believe they're only banning her for one year. That so, feels like that's a lifetime. So if she's willing to pay and buy a ticket, she can come back for 
to get next year. You say that. They're not dreadful. They're actually pretty good. They're they're kind of a fun team I to watch. I was making a joke of their lack of success over an extended period oh, of time. I get it. But they're actually not bad right now. No, they're not. I wouldn't glue myself to anything. No. There's nothing. I wouldn't glue myself to my wife. Oh. I'm not gluing myself oh. to anything. What about Lambo? I'm not gluing myself to Lambo. I'm not gluing myself. There's nothing I'm gluing myself to. I see the to. guy that blows the snow off come by every day and blows blow the snow, snow off me because I'm glued to like the old curly Lambo statue outside. Is it, is it not metaphorical, if not anything? No, it's not. All right, I got to get this last break, and we went long with Coach Dolby, so I got to get one more in here real fast, and we'll come right back. Um, certainly a mention coming up of uh, Jerry West, who's an unhappy camper today. And no, uh, he's just bogarting no, the attention today, yeah. yesterday. And, and if you didn't see the Greg Norman thing last night, I didn't. 30 for 30. We'll come back and talk about that as well. Quick turnaround here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. All right, welcome back. We got nine minutes till six o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor tomorrow on Kirk and Company. Well, I hope Chop will be in in the morning. Hope we'll get to visit with Chop. You say hope. Well, I hadn't talked to him. I hadn't oh. confirmed it. Probably want to do that. Yeah. Where are you going uh, Barry on since you missed him today? Yeah. Um, I want to call BS on Cream's uh, response to winning time. Now, I don't know about accuracies, and it says at the end of each one, this is a, you know, based on fiction based on fact yeah Yeah. Um, but his accusation that they haven't developed the characters and that they're stick that's bull crap they've gone to great extreme to develop characters and uh, his character being one of them and I remind you this isn't a two hour movie or an hour and 40 minute movie this is an hour a week miniseries for how many weeks I'm guessing eight or so I don't know but the Jerry West character, it shows him being wackadoo, but it also shows you why he was wackadoo. The pressures of his youth, his upbringing that made him so competitive. It showed all the hurtful losses he had as a Laker sure. and how he was a tortured soul as a Laker. So it doesn't just say this guy's a whack. It says this guy has a lot of pent up frustration due to the fact that he had these horrific losses to the Celtics, this expectation on him. He came from a very hard scrabble upbringing. It walks you through all that. I I, I disagree. Is it taking the frustration of Jerry West's professional and personal life and then mixing it into saying, and he had these explosions that happened in his office or in the on the court or I mean, it, and I think that was Jerry's complaint. Jerry's complaint was not that they were realistic about the upbringing and the frustrations, but that they were unrealistic about like I never drank in my office and I never threw crap around and none of that's true. I didn't do any of that. 
So I get where he's saying you've you've portrayed me in some sense of light of reality and then you've taken liberties with this yeah. part and making people think this is who I was yeah. and it's not. Well, I get the complaint on that. I think more than anything they have showed him as a driven individual. Sure. Who had very frustrating professional career because of some very difficult losses. There were high expectations on him as a player and as a coach. And a very loyal individual to the Lakers. Yes. He is extremely loyal. And, and I saw that as one of his – well, I was always very support. Yes, we can see that in yep. the – there's a scene where he basically says, why are you still here? I, you said you quit. No. And he's he's so wants him to be successful. Yeah. And he's loyal to the brand. And so, I, like I say, I understand – if that was they were showing me as over the top wackadoo, but I am a little wackadoo, and so. But if they explain to you why, and they seem to all the way, and and that's what I like about. If anything, I think they've gone out of their way to develop characters. But if you're developing developing them based on reality, why do you have to take it to a place where it's not who they actually were? Why can't I mean, if the reality of Jerry West is all the things you say, which are complex and tortured and driven why do i have to go and do this outburst that he didn't do and you're making that be part of the story that's not when you compress a story and and remember they're doing all these weeks over one season this isn't the whole career this isn't the michael jordan no no this is and but you still have to compress and you have to emphasize with a scene or two what would have been played out over weeks and, and and months and so you're always going to get that in a compressed telling of a story. You're going to get a more over-the-top, outlandish type thing to show. But I've not gone away from this. If you had just watched the first episode, you'd think Jerry West is just crazy. Right. But if you've watched every one they've aired so far, you come away with a compassionate feeling for him and uh, – an understanding of why he was so driven, and just an unbelievable loyalty to the brand. He wants the brand to be successful. And he was his whole life. And, his whole life he was that yes, way. Yes, and he's still that way. Yep. He still hurts when they don't do well. All right, we're about out of time. I, I threw out the Greg Norman thing. If you didn't get to see the 30 for 30 last night, I'm sure they're going to air it again here in another day or two. It's worth – if you're a golf fan or you're just – you know how I feel about I, – I love good theater. I love good drama. Mm-hmm. And listening to Greg Norman walk through being a tortured soul in major golf events, especially at Augusta, where he just couldn't seem to get out of his own way several times, they really do a nice job, especially the last one in 96 against Faldo. It's, it's, it's an inch, and they've got both Faldo and Norman on this with a chance to hear from them both about what went down and how it affected, especially Greg Norman, how it affected Greg Norman. It is worth your time. Most of the 3030s are. This one is, and I'm not a huge golf fan. This was a good, this was a good story. Was Chrissy getting air time? No, I didn't see any Chrissy. I missed the first 20 minutes. Though. Okay, because, you know, if I'm Greg Norman and you say, hey, you didn't get a green jacket, my response would be, yeah, but I got, I got Chrissy. Got Chris Everett. Makes it all worthwhile. (laughs) We're done. Appreciate Kelly Dalby coming by today. We're back again tomorrow. We'll do it again right here at 5 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. We are 1079. You guys take care. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Nine one one. 
Call if you can. Text if you can.